I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, it is sweltering in here. You, would you say it's sweltering? Yeah. Man, I'm, you're used to... Uh, <laughs> I'm being sweltered. <laughs> Very fair weather. I think the reason that uh, it seems like it's so hot is because I'm back in Arizona, Roy. Yeah, you are. I'm glad yeah. to be here with you in this tiny room. Yeah, me too. I, I can see you in the face. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is really great. I have to say, though... Um, I would be happier to be looking you in the face if you hadn't gotten a haircut that makes you look like kind of a butthole. <laughs> you you think uh, my haircut makes me look like a butthole? Yeah, I, I heard a rumor. What's your butthole look like? I heard. Well, I'm glad you asked, Roy. It's I, short on the top and it has a beard. Yeah, it's business in the front, butthole in the back. <laughs> okay. Um. So I heard a rumor about your your uh your uh, reasoning behind this new haircut which is Roy which is that you uh believe or someone told you I think probably somebody told you this and it was probably I don't know some frat boy or something okay. that if your hair the longer your hair is the faster you will go bald because the weight of your hair pulls on the follicles oh no is that a thing I don't know <laughs> then it's a good thing I cut my hair that's what I was told uh no I I figure I am losing my hair, so it looks better if my hair is shorter. You are rather than I have long hair and then no. Like I can a say with hundred percent certainty that it does not. Oh, you think you it looks worse? Much better before this haircut than after this haircut. Oh, right? I, don't I know. know. I mean, I'm I'm your buddy who will be honest with you all the time. Everybody okay. needs one of those in his or her life. In, so in her life, you've got a buddy that will say, "No, cut your hair; it'll be totally cute." But do not listen to that bitch because <laughs> she is just she is angling for your boyfriend. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, this well, is not going to be the one that your parents listen to because sure. I just said the B word. The, the boyfriend. Well, I think I said butthole also before that. Well, just, uh, you know, wherever you swear, just substitute it with um, Murder, She Wrote or Downton Abbey. Or Matlock. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my parents watch Matlock. Well, I don't think it's on anymore. It's Diagnosis Murder at this point. Is it? Diagnosis Matlock. Um. It was it was my my lady who cut my hair. Really? Yeah. She hmm. she was really happy about it and then she wow. did sexual things with me with your with your with your discarded hair. Yeah. Yeah. She, she a, was she, she was so sad. <laughs> she she made a tiny doll. Yeah, that was. It's it's bigger than it was. I mean, it's longer it I is. guess. It is. I think I need way. another haircut. No, you don't. I yeah. think you need to grow your hair back out to the length no, it was before no, you no, cut no, your no, hair no. so that you don't look like a butthole anymore. I you know, I, I don't know if you're really being sincere because okay. I, I think maybe <clears throat> a man in comparison, uh, now you look very, very beautiful because you have this long hair and a ponytail. And then people look at me uh, with like weird scraggly long hair and think, nope, yeah, that's the cool one. Let's talk to that one. Oh, the, you're saying they talk to me instead of you. Yeah, yeah. But you're so much friendlier than I am and you're nicer and you actually listen to people when they talk and you make a very good first impression. But on, they don't know that. On the gentleman. Yeah, they do. Hmm. Oh, wait, you're saying if they've only looked at us. Yes. See, I think they're going to look at you now and they're going to think, that is a guy whose beard is longer than his hair. I should not talk to that dude. Huh. What about Jeff Bridges and Iron Man? That uh, dude was powerful. Yeah. and Like uh, a large and ape, like evil. a silverback. And evil. 
only at he the was end. Like a, I would go so far as to say that he was a silver front. There were, and that <laughs> I think he was evil the entire time. I don't think his character. What about that scene where arc. he brought in some some delicious pizza? I, I didn't think he was evil I then. Think it was poison pizza. No, no, because he had a slice. It was pe- well, maybe the one wasn't poison, or maybe he built up an immunity to poison pepperoni. Yeah, uh, that that's bad for you. Uh, it makes your mouth bleed mm-hmm. with canker sores if you. Uh, get used to all the poisons take all the antidotes Mm -hmm. we ran into a friend of yours uh, we were in san francisco for a while we ran into a friend from high school uh, who gave us some free food at the restaurant that she worked was working at where we Mm -hmm. saw her and uh, my girlfriend ate one of the free foods and it was so hot that it uh, burned her mouth and made it bleed oh wow did she take the antidote (laughs) yes yeah the antidote was one more of those boiling raviolis to cauterize the wound so did did you complain to to our friend? <laughs> no. Hey, this free thing that you gave us, which was really delicious, burned my girlfriend's mouth, <laughs> and you got her fired. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the right thing to do. Yeah, it's uh, you know good turn. Uh, Roy, you have a note here uh, that's that's prior to all of our segments on this little sheet uh, that tells us what to do during these things, and it says sometimes it is better to not say anything if you did not understand the question or comment what does this mean Roy? yeah that was a reminder to myself because uh the last episode that we recorded i was in a studio here and you were in uh i don't know some kind of crazy club in san francisco yes i was in a club um there was a man spinning Mm -hmm. Um, but it was like that sort of bicycle exercise thing not not like turntablism cyclones yes he was cycloning uh, and also Cyclops was uh-huh. there. Uh, and, and that's a reminder to me to not just say mm-hmm and yes. And that that's true when I have no idea what you're saying because I can't hear you through my uh, no. earphones. It gets kind of garbled. And, you know, it, it's like when you're at a restaurant and you don't know what the waiter said uh, and you say, yep, yeah, that sounds right. And then you end up with like uh, calves brains with, with, with spaghetti. But that's always, that's always what you want. <laughs> SpaghettiOs and calves brains. Yeah. I've never been to a restaurant where you could get SpaghettiOs, but I probably would. I like some <laughs> SpaghettiOs. Yeah, you know, I, I was having a craving recently for uh chef Boyardee raviolis. Mm-hmm. Like that was always, um, a thing we only ate during the summers when we would be in the in the states and my brothers and i could only eat those when my parents were um like out of town for the day and we you know one one obviously not me i was the little kid uh one of my older brothers would prepare um chef boyardee and there were those huge cans that could feed three hungry boys Ooh. I, I just made a signal of how large the can was, which is, it seemed like it was maybe a foot, foot and a half tall. I mean, that might the have time. just been your child perspective. You were very short back then, as I understand it. I, th- I think so. Taller than average, but shorter than you are now. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, were you ever around uh, during the period of time when I was eating a lot of SpaghettiOs burritos? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, it was pretty. I don't diff- know. It was pretty difficult, and I eventually gave up and just started dipping tortillas in the spaghettios <laughs> okay. and eating them, and then eating the spaghettios. Why not uh, those little scoop tortilla chips? Uh, I don't think those had been invented yet. Oh, you should have time. invented those. I've grown. I've grown out of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti. Well, make a, delicious a, a apple burri- pie, you must first invent a scoop tortilla chip. <laughs> Um, a burrito is folded like a baby's diaper. So why were the spaghettios falling out? I think a SpaghettiOs are slightly runnier than baby poop. You think so? I don't know. I mean, I guess if you, fed your, find out. if you fed your baby nothing but SpaghettiOs, 
That's do true. you think you could rig a sort of a, an artificial breast uh, that you wore uh, so that you could nurse your child, but instead of milk, it would contain SpaghettiOs? Yeah. What kind of nipple would you need for that? Because you wouldn't want it to just leak out. You wouldn't. I mean, I know I, it's really embarrassing for women sure. when they're like at work and suddenly yeah, and they the, look down and they've leaked SpaghettiOs onto their onto their white work shirt. Right. Um, I don't know. You you'd want something like I have a breathing apparatus that allows me to breathe out, but then when I breathe in, it goes in through the filtration side. So I'm sure you could do something like that on on a nipple. Uh, is that for like spray painting? A, it's more for dust, or like dust. when when you're doing sanding. Okay. What have you been sanding lately? Oh, I've been working on some bookshelves. Hmm. Did you finish your tiling? Did you manage to get I that did, done before yeah, your I wife le- got back into town? Uh, not quite. <laughs> uh, I had to take another day and do some fine details and stuff like that. But the main job was was done, and you know she was happy with it. It looks all right. It still has some extra detail work now but the towel job is done does it have a bunch of extra tiles at random poking up sideways no on the surface no that'd be cool because no. you could put your toothbrush on it oh that's true be hard you'd have to balance it i did um because i hadn't finished it she had a request so i was able to accommodate her request and her request was, was please don't do things like this <laughs> no she we actually, have a baby on the way she understood exactly why why i was doing it because it didn't really inconvenience her like maybe two days, but she was on vacation. Okay. So it was cool. And when you're on vacation, the one thing that I know is that you never have to use the bathroom. No, you don't. You just go in your pants. Yeah. We went uh, We went down uh, Clarion Alley where your your friend Jet Martinez's mural is still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, undefaced. And people relieve themselves. Uh, no, but uh, along one of the other uh, murals, somebody had spray painted the phrase, my pants is my bathroom. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. My name is Werner Brandes. My pants is my bathroom. Verify me. Wow. Uh, so was it, um, like, how would you describe the, the calligraphy? Well, it was, uh, it, it did not look to be the product of a crazy person. Uh-huh. And it also did not look to be the product of a typical graffiti uh, writer because you could read it. Uh-huh. So it was like a folk artist. Uh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe An just, outsider. Maybe just a smart-ass hipster. Okay. Or... Uh, I mean, somebody pretending to be a homeless guy, maybe a, a hipster who's deliberately homeless so that he can get extra food stamps. Sure. But all he does is buy artisanal olive oil to grease the chain of his fixie. Right. I saw someone on a fixie. And? Uh, In know, San was, Francisco. Yeah. That's fine. stupid. Yeah. I know. I know, buddy. Are hipsters still a thing? Apparently. They're all, okay. There's guys with mustaches and... Uh, deliberately out of style glasses but all over the place. And okay. Like the glasses know. that we grew up with, oh, yeah, which the, were the only choices we had. Sure. The big ones, like the photo grays yeah. with the bar across the top. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I those. need to get a new pair of glasses, Roy. My glasses are too. scratched. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, uh, I, instead of going to the bubblegum chewing Ron Jeremy looking eye doctor, I went to the sorority girl eye doctor. Oh, okay. I keep going to, where's uh, that? I don't remember. I keep okay. going to eye doctors that I trust even less than the previous eye doctor. Okay. I, don't, I mean, someday I'm going to go to the, the the next step in this is I go to an eye doctor and it's just like a seven year old kid. Uh-huh. And, I, and I, okay. Okay. And he says, wow, your prescription Which one is better? really, really changed since the last time. I don't, did you talk like that when you were seven? Maybe. Well, I guess it would have been in Spanish when you were doing it. <laughs> Probably. So it's harder to tell. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, that, how do little kids talk? 
I, yeah, I don't know anymore. I haven't, I haven't talked to any little kids. I, there's this, <laughs> according to adults like idiots, this court order, uh, prevents me from really hearing. Oh, right, right, right. What little kids say. Yeah, no, no, that, you don't need to say anymore. Boy, I wasn't kidding about it being hot in here, Roy. Yeah, it is kind of hot in here. Yeah. Um, so you need to go to the eye doctor and have, have new glasses. No, I just need to go to the glasses store and get new glasses. Oh, okay. I've already been to the eye doctor. Oh, I see. You you don't do them both at the same place? Well, so... Like you believe I, you should go to an eye doctor? to the eye doctor so that I could get a new prescription and then buy some glasses that would match my mustache and make me look like a child molester for my child molester Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I they didn't have any of those kind of glasses at okay. the eye doctor that I went to. But then I went home and I found my old glasses from when I was a kid that and made was me a child like, molester. Me, yes, when I was well, well, it was okay because you're I was, a molester who was a child. I was also a child. Yes, yeah. I molested fence posts and um, yourself like the, a lot. The handle of a pitchfork. Uh huh. Yeah, some just things that you would find in the barn, basically. Right. Roy, we're back. We're back in the saddle with another episode of Advice Hot Dog after a really long time. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. I'm, I'm very glad to be here. I never thought that, that I would miss this tiny, tiny little hot room yeah. so much. Yeah. But I have. We're going to have to maybe, uh, at the break, deal with the heat in here because I'm having a hard time. Oh, are you really? I can't even talk through this Just take of your sweat. shirt off, bro. I guess I should. Mm-hmm. I guess I should. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, it would. It would look like it would look like I was all oiled up, but it's actually sweat. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, oh! I didn't know you were taking my picture <laughs> and with my grease. shirt off. Um, this is episode forty-two. Wow. What do you think about that? It's been a long yeah, time. It's in cougar territory now. We've uh, we've been outpaced by video games hot dog by a couple episodes. Yeah. And I think that in recent weeks we have been outpaced by episodes of "You Look Nice Today," which what is a yardstick uh, upon which we have failed. As, as a frequent podcast is it back uh yeah there have been two episodes in two weeks oh no i mean that's great because it is a great show but it's wonderful um, so that much really does put so us much in our care place and effort goes into that and people are the people who make it are so clever yeah they just, are it's it's they're really beautiful too you, you meet some people and then you're like oh eh, i guess i should just never do anything ever again mm. i don't think that though you know what we have roy we have subjectivity I was okay. thinking about this. I, I sometimes, when I go to San Francisco and I meet a bunch of people that I admire who are a lot better at the things that I value than mm-hmm. I am, I think to myself, you know what? You're still worth, you're still worth it, buddy. Because maybe, yourself. maybe they're better than you at the things that you do, at the things that you, you value in yourself being good at, but you have something that they don't. You have your point of view, buddy. Sure. Yeah. Everybody has that. Yeah. They can't take that away from you. No, nobody can. No. Okay. Let's let's do it. Except a really bad eye doctor, I guess. They could give you a terrible prescription, and then they they have taken away your point of view. Because oh. now all you can see is everything well, being blurry. Well, they've changed your point of view, right? They've skewed it. Sure. I remember when I first went to that Ron Jeremy-ass gum-chewing eye doctor, and he gave me some glasses, and then I went to New York, and as I looked off into the distance, everything was kind of blurry far mm-hmm. away, mm-hmm. and I was like... God damn that Ron Jeremy ass gum chewing son of a bitch. So, um, son of a butthole. I'm sorry. <laughs> Roy's parents. Roy suggested that we do an episode of Advice Hot Dog where we don't swear. No, no, so I that- wasn't going to swear. You can swear because I can just, you know, that's just you. Oh, you can say, oh, right. Yeah. You know, you were right when we were in high school and you said that, Roy, you should not hang out with that young man. Uh-huh. He's got the look about him of someone who swears. Mm-hmm. You know, you sold me out too. We made this art project a long time ago. 
uh, I think it was right after high school. <laughs> and you, you sold me up the river when your dad walked in. Uh, we had, uh, you had built a, a, a little car, or you had found a little car and built a little man with whose head was a computer monitor. This was very avant-garde. Sort of. It was in our old Apple IIc. And uh, you weren't going to do anything with it. And I said, why don't I write a program for, for that computer to be part of the art installation? And you were like, write a what? And I said, write a program. And you said, mm-hmm. what a program? Yeah. Is that something you can do? And I said, I, yeah, I still buddy. don't know what, what it is. Uh, so I wrote a program uh, to display a bunch of uh, random pieces of text at various places on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, phrases, would move around. Phrases that, that were phrases from your heart. Uh, and from the Nine Inch Nails album that you were and from enthusiastic uh, about Douglas Copeland's uh, Microsurfs, right? But you put some you put some foul language in there, and your dad came in, and we showed your dad this art project that we had worked on, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Are you sure you want to put that grungy language in there? Scroungy words, scroungy words? Is yeah. that what he said? Uh-huh. Yeah, he said you got to consider your audience. It's going to be a lot of old people going to this thing, mm-hmm. and they're going to be pretty upset." And and you're saying that I said it was Zach's idea? I think that's what you did. No, I didn't. I think I'm pretty sure that's what you it did. It was Zach's idea. And also, I'm just holding these cigarettes for him, Pop. Uh-huh. That's what you said. This is his weed. And I said, I don't even smoke. I don't even smoke, Mr. Wasson. Uh-huh. But he didn't believe me. <laughs> Who taught you how to do that? They always thought I was a bad seed. You, all right? I've learned it by watching videos of you from the 1940s. Uh-huh. Is that what you said when your dad asked you who taught you how to smoke cigarettes? Yep. I, I saw some old Super 8s. <laughs> uh, do you think your dad smoked cigarettes in the 1940s? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. What do you think he was doing back then? Do you think he was... Do you think he uh, Do you think he had a lot of nude models? For well, no. He, I th- he wasn't that kind of no, artist. No, he was a little kid in the 1940s. So he probably wasn't smoking or looking no. at naked ladies. But I think he I mean, did... he might have been looking at naked ladies on a zoetrope. He might have snuck <laughs> into maybe, the, maybe, to and the, dra- adult, drawn. the adult Nickelodeon. <laughs> um... You know, when I was a little kid and I was really interested in knowing more about naked ladies, I would draw them so that I could admire a picture of a naked girl. I think that's why I learned how to draw. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you can use that same excuse to ask ladies to pose naked for you, which is even better. I feel like you but did. But then you have to actually draw them. I feel like you did some of that in your early uh, career yep. as an artist. And I don't know. Did you ever Did you ever take advantage of any of those ladies? I don't think no, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you're a bad artist. I... <laughs> no, I never did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you had that pinata that was made out of uh, casts of the breasts of all of the women that allowed you to make molds of their breasts. Sure. And then your wife, your wife made you get rid of it. Not, no. not because of the, all of the breasts, but because it was a stupid pinata. <laughs> she didn't think it was very good. No, she didn't. She had nothing to do with me getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did more molds, which I have not used to uh, make a new one. Because I wanted to make them out of silicone. So oh, so you only soft. did one of each of the... You, you made molds of both breasts, but you only used one. So that was just a left breast pinata. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So someday you will do another another pinata. Now, I, um, I, I remember when I made that thing and then you, you thought it was some kind of commentary on, on uh, beating women. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. 
I mean, I, that's just I the, just thought it that's was just really what, great. what I was into at the time. You just thought, hey, you know what would you know? I I can imagine a sphere, but you know what would make it better is if there were some boobs on it. Yeah, and it looked awesome. I mean, that is how the magic happens. That's how the creative process <laughs> sure. works. You think of something and then you add boobs to it. Uh-huh. You're like, yeah, yeah that's art. That's like total. That's some total good art recall. right there. See, that was the genius of the artistic intent behind the original movie Total Recall. Okay, you took something, mm-hmm. a prostitute. And you were like, you know what would be great? Add um, some more boobs to it. Yeah. Put so you added a on third it. boob, and it became the thing that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. The thing, the only thing that anyone remembers from that movie. You know, if we had a sketch comedy uh, group, we would do a sketch which was about that, about putting a, a boob on it. You think? Yeah. I'm glad that we don't have a sketch comedy group. I, I, when I think about writing and performing and recording sketch comedy, I, just, I am just pre-ashamed. Pretty, of myself. pretty ashamed. Yeah, I, I just, just imagining mm-hmm. the crap that I would do mm-hmm. if that is a thing that I decided to to put my mind to and and try huh. to produce some work in that arena. I just think, oh man, that would be awful. That uh-huh. would be awful, and it would it would be sure to embarrass me, and it would embarrass so me. So you much already give us a negative review. Time. Yeah. Huh. Okay. What was the movie? I think it was uh, that movie with. Uh, I think I have a poster on the wall that you gave oh, me. Paul? Yeah, Paul. They they kept making the jokes. Everyone that they encountered talked about how that woman in Total Recall had three boobs and that it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Or no, that it was like a picture that he had drawn on the cover of a book or something. I don't remember yeah, the, no, it was the great. specific. It was great. Yeah. What other things have happened in movies in the last couple of years that have been funny? Uh, have you seen any movies recently? Have you seen any movies since I left? I saw the the Hunger Ga- Hunger Games Hunger Games. Okay. Hungarian games. You saw Max Headroom in The Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, I saw The Hunger Games. Uh, I was talking to to your your lady about it, uh, I think, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, you know, I hadn't read the book that recently. I read it last year. So it's been, you know, a while since, since I did. So many of the specifics were already kind of faded in my memory. And uh, it was a... F- fair representation of of the movie i felt better about it than i did about any of the almost all of the harry potter movies okay but you have read the harry potter books or you've listened to the audiobooks of the harry potter books many, hundreds of times many each. times yes so i i know so it's gonna stand specifics. out but even i think when the fourth movie uh came out i hadn't just read the book mm-hmm. i'm not well i'm not sure but yeah it's true they missed out on some key things that would have been better, but the movie overall was was done well. It looked cool. Like, the, the treatment of the world was really great. Cool. Yeah, you should see it. I need to read the book first. You should. It would take you, like, two days or something. Wow. You're a, a fast reader. I have my ability to read things fast. It well, took everybody else one day. Oh, oh, I, bet, okay. I bet I could read it in 45 for, for minutes. For me, it right? takes takes, like, a week. Um, I saw Jeff who lives at home. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. was pretty good. It okay. was uh, pretty heartwarming. Right. It was, it was a positive, good vibes, feel good movie. Okay. It's got a, got a Susan Sarandon in it. Yeah. She's can't, always can't great. Can't go wrong with that. And, uh, it's got a Ray Don Chong. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Pretty yeah, cool. He's back out hmm? of jail. She. Oh, Ray Don Chong. This is Tommy Chong's daughter. Oh, then I don't know who that is. Hmm. She's getting old. I was thinking Tommy Chong was Ray Don Chong. Oh, like he changed his name to Radon. Yeah, that like, sounds like a boy's He's a real name. gas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It made me feel good about the world and about life and about, uh, you know, destiny and uh, let's get high. 
Destiny. Yeah, it's about destiny. Really? It's about things happening for a reason. Do you believe in destiny? I, well, that's a, that's a tricky question. I don't know that I want to get into it in a, in a non, uh, in a non-serious context. Oh, I, okay. uh, I will, I will go so far as to say that I, when I think about it, I have a really, really hard time justifying believing in free will hmm. based on everything that I think I understand about the way that the world works. Uh, so if you don't believe in free will, I guess you have to believe in destiny, right? Because there just is an answer about how things are going to turn out. And it's all based on how things are set up to begin with. So mm-hmm. inescapable, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, how do you feel about karma? I don't think that's a real thing. Reincarnation? No. Okay. Yeah. Limbo? Oh, no limbo. No, that's cool. Uh, you roller skate uh, under a pole. Oh, that's true. Like a yeah. bamboo mm-hmm. uh, a bamboo thing. And then, I mean, maybe you win some potato chips if you Really? That's the, the prize? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it remember. It seems like a really risky uh, activity. <laughs> yeah. To only have potato chips. Yeah, no, I, pulled a, I pulled a hammy trying to get those those delicious, delicious Lay's barbecue potato chips. Mm, okay. It wasn't worth it. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Oh, oh ugh. now I know what I wanted to express to you. This is very important. Okay. So I was listening to the radio this weekend, as as I do. Uh, Were you listening a, to the National Public Radio? I was. I was listening to the NPR. Edifying and entertaining. Uh, and I was listening to one of my favorite shows, which is called The Splendid Table. And okay. it's all about cooking. Mm-hmm. It's for people who love to eat. And while I was listening to the show, I was listening to a report on the new fad in Los Angeles. Now, Los Angeles restaurateurs um, will come up with something and decide we are the ones who you do it best here. And I heard a ridiculous claim of, um, I've forgotten what place it was, but there is some new restaurant in Los Angeles that is serving, well, maybe it's not new, but this is what they're serving. They're serving hot dogs, right? So that's getting the new gourmet treatment is is hot dogs and they are serving a hot dog which is called the la dog and they're making the claim that they're the ones who invented this and the la dog is a bacon wrapped hot dog that's served with jalapenos and beans and you know all the fixings Hmm. now when i heard that i was very very upset because that is a nogi dog which comes from nogales and that is from Arizona, not from Los Angeles. So this is a challenge to Los Angeles. Cut it out, L.A. You didn't invent the Nogi You're dog. on notice, yeah. Los Angeles, uh-huh. city of angels. This is warning number one. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember getting a hot dog at Criff Dogs in New York, which was like wrapped in bacon and it had avocado and sour cream. And what do they call um, it? I, I think it was a Los Angeles dog. I don't remember. Oh, my God. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a Southwest well, okay. I don't know where the bacon comes in. What do they even have bacon in Mexico? Yeah, they have lots of bacon. Do they raise puerco? Yeah, there many. What do you call uh, What do you call a pig as an animal? Uh, es un cerdo. Cerdo, mm-hmm. like C E R D O. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's next to the gallo and the pollo. Mm-hmm. Now pollo is food. Uh, yeah. Well, it it can also be um, you know like descriptive, like a hen. Uh huh. Cool. Gallina is is a hen. El pollo would mean that it's a uh, male. Okay. And a caballo. 
Yes, not not Or a vaquero or a buckaroo. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay. Uh, well, uh, what what we should move on to, I think, Roy, is helping some of the people who've sent us questions in our long, long absence from okay. from from giving advice over these these internets. Uh, do you think people are still listening? Oh, I think that they definitely are. Really? I think I there was and they've been uh, waiting for an answer. There was. Uh, of the last episode, uh, the last time I checked the stats, there were more downloads than I had seen in uh, very many months wow. of, of a single episode. Okay. So, yeah. Really and that just wasn't because they thought it was the last one? Probably was. We're making a real difference in people's lives, is what I'm trying to tell you, Roy. Oh, okay. If we're going to do that, we gotta, we got to get, get back on that horse. we got to start answering these questions that have piled up. But before we do that, let's have a cocktail. Let's. So this week's cocktail is, what is it called? The Orange Blossom. Oh, I was going to say uh, the Gin Blossom. It's a murky brown uh, mess. Tastes pretty good, though. It does. Uh, what you do is you take one part gin, one part sweet vermouth, one part orange juice, mm-hmm. and you stir it with ice, and then you strain it into a, into a martini glass. Stirred, not shaken. Stirred, not shaken. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be better if it had been shaken. It's pretty good as it, it is. Maybe it looks more gross if it's uh, shaken. Mm, yeah. right? Oranges fresh from our tree. Yeah. It's that time of year again. You have good oranges. I do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like the taste of your oranges. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend has good melons. Oh, she does? Hmm? Yeah, she's she got a patch, patch out back. Oh, it's okay. Great. You just break one open. I've, I've never tried one. They're seedless. Oh. Yeah. You Sounds don't good. spit it all. Sure. Um, yeah, this is a pretty good cocktail. I don't have a lot, to, I don't have a lot of opinions about it. No, it it doesn't look appealing. No, it really does not. Um, I wouldn't want to serve this to a lady. This lady would be like, are you trying to serve me a glass of of diarrhea? Right. And I would say, no, no, baby. Mm -hmm. It's an orange blossom. Uh, It said on the thing, I I posted it on the Facebook, the recipe, so that people could could prepare for this episode and already have their cocktail ready. Um, But there's a variation, which is the Adirondack adirondack which just doesn't have vermouth in it or doesn't have orange juice it doesn't have vermouth i think so i i think visually it would be more appealing so it's just a gin and juice maybe or maybe it wouldn't make sense if it's just gin and vermouth right i mean that would just be a martini yeah although i don't think you'd make a martini with sweet vermouth no so i think it's uh gin and juice (laughs) (laughs) which which you sip while you're laying back you know enjoying the afternoon yeah just thinking about money Mm mm-hmm it's, it's it is on your mind. Uh, we got some old business to take care of. Says here yeah. on the sheet, old business. Uh, so Mike, friend of the show, told us that he liked episode thirty four with Kelly and would like to hear him again. Yeah. Do you think that's a minority report? I don't know. Uh, Mike's been a listener from from the very beginning, and uh, he's also a good friend. But but you know he likes it. Like it, it's up there with his favorite podcasts, such as uh, you know what's that guy Adam Carolla. Oh, good. And uh, Doug Benson. Okay. Doug gets high and loves movies. Yeah. Um, so, I think that's a compliment to sure. Kelly. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I enjoyed having Kelly on the show. Me too. Uh, Kelly just drank way too much before he went on <laughs> yeah. the show. I don't he, think he, he was just too prepared. That's I, all. I don't think that he realized that we weren't just sort of fucking around. <laughs> And so he didn't think of it as a thing that he needed to like well, bring even his D game to. He had fam- family obligations, so he went to this party, got really plastered, which is what you do at family events. And then he came to the. That's not what I do show. at family events. Oh, what do you do at family events? I leave and go get plastered somewhere else. Oh, okay. I leave as soon as I can with your cousins or anything. Or? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Usually. you start a. Fight. They drink Bud Light, and then somebody yells at me in the bathroom for having long hair. 
Oh, okay. And they say they're going you to cut your hair short they say like they're me. going to beat me up. Maybe I should. Then they would just beat me up for being a butthole. They'd be like, "Hey, we don't take kindly to guys with hair shorter than their beards around here." Butthole. I, I looked at my face in the mirror just now. I think I think it it looks good. You say you're losing your hair. You're I losing am. your it's hair. Thin. You're losing your hair extremely slowly. We got buddies losing their hair for real, and I think they would be hurt. Their oh, feelings would you, be hurt. You think they're to hear you say that you were losing? They're your balding hair. men in China. Yeah. Okay. Finish your peas. Mm-hmm. Finish your peas. Uh, thanks to uh, Jamelli for the boxes of Girl Scout cookies, and the uh, he sent a Cerebus book that he sent to Asymmetric yeah, Central. Yeah. He, Good. I can finally learn how to hate women. Uh, I asked uh, Riff about this, and it was apparently before he started hating women mm. and got a divorce. And uh, Riff had already read it. Not, uh, not the Cerebus author, not Jamelli. Yes, yes. Uh, Dave, Dave Sims, is that, that his name? I think that's his name, Dave Sims, the Cerebus author. Do you think that when he uh, gives someone his business card, he describes it as a Sim card? It could be. But then people would be disappointed or say, hey, give me 10 of those. This doesn't work. Okay. Right. They'd stick it in their phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm going to read it first. I have to. I'll have That's to go into work on the weekend so that I can enjoy some of those Girl Scout cookies. They're, they probably. They probably won't be. Just take a box home. Yeah. Should I? Yeah. I don't even know what kind of Girl Scout cookies I like anymore. It doesn't matter. I'm not a big fan of cookies, really. I'm not okay. so so much either. You know, I like a cookie every once in a while. I had a cookie when I was on that cruise ship. I just ordered. You I, had a cookie. I had one cookie. Yeah. Okay. What I, kind? I I don't remember. I just I went up and I said, "Yeah, just one." And you don't remember? I asked him for a cookie, and he just gave me one at random. They had a bunch of. I didn't ask for a particular kind of cookie. Uh-huh. I think maybe it was. It's like cin- cinnamon. <laughs> Did it have flour in it? I think so. I think it was a gluten. Were you very high? A gluten cookie? No, I... Was it a high cookie? I was not taking any chances on that boat. Oh, right. I wasn't going to try to... Going to try to smuggle... Smuggle smuggle that Chiba. Uh Uh-huh. Ah, boy. I I did... uh, You mean they didn't provide it on the Joko Crazy Cruise? No, no. Or Cruise Crazy? Joko Cruise Crazy, man. Uh, Mm -hmm. No, and I mean... And, you know, it says all over the place, don't... If you buy weed on these islands and take it back to the boat we're totally going to throw you overboard to the coast guard sharks <laughs> um, <laughs> which follow the ship around yeah 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 they've got these they've got cool helmets <laughs> okay um, yeah uh, i don't know man uh, going to san francisco always reminds me how much i only ever smoke marijuana in san francisco huh okay that's just that's just how my life is at this point so because as long it's as it's legal I, for you then as long as i don't well i'm not really but as long as i don't uh, as long as i don't go there very often then I live a relatively drug-free existence. Huh. It's okay. good. It's a pretty good plan. Uh, Michael wrote to let us know that the question one or two at the optometrist is not critical, but only for fine-tuning. So if both look the same, the correct answer is neither is better, they're the same. I'm not going to tell that to that guy. Who, the, Jer- the, Ron, Jeremy, the Ron Jeremy, Jeremy Irons? Or the sorority girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> who made a crack about how uh, she asked if I had any floaties in my vision, and I said, yeah. More and more every year. She was like, a lot? And I'm like, no, not really. She's like, all right. Because if a lot come out all at once, that means there's something wrong. But otherwise, you know, you're just getting older. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you, sorority girl. How, how old is this, this optometrist? She was probably 23. 23? And yeah. already an optometrist? Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, she said she was an optometrist. This is why I don't trust her. Oh, I see. Okay. Maybe she was older. I don't see age. When I look at a lady... I'm not paying any attention to how old she is. 
You get, you, you're you get just looking in, at the firmness get or yourself the in hot trouble. bod or something. The hot bod. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I check whether or not she's a hard body. That's what I do. Uh-huh. Whether she's fit. <laughs> see if, I, if it was a guy optometrist, I would see whether or not he was a hunk. Right. Ah, uh, boy. I wish that there was a word that meant hunk, but for women that had the same... Because babe doesn't... No. Babe didn't age quite as gracelessly as hunk. Hunk. It's just such a good word. And I wish <laughs> I wish I could use it boyfriend. all the time. Baby girlfriend. That's not the same. <laughs> no, it's really not. Yeah. Yeah, that goes down a whole different road. Fo- foxy? Okay. Maybe. But even that's still... Yeah, it's I, still I can see describing. A grace. That's like if your grandpa was saying, "Oh, that girl, that that gal, that broad was foxy." <laughs> uh-huh. That was a foxy broad right mm-hmm. there. Dame, foxy dame. Uh, Tim suggested a new segment called Topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, topic for discussion today is Ugg boots. How do you feel about Ugg boots? I don't care. <laughs> you don't care one way or another. No, I really don't. I mean, I, like. It, it seems like maybe it's one of those things that is expensive for no reason, uh-huh. right? Like this is a thing that's popular, and because it's popular, it's way more expensive than it would be if it was just a thing you got at a homeless shelter or, <laughs> or along with your soup bowl, or, or like an Eskimo store, like a like a general store, sure, sure, made out of logs. In Here's Eskimo your whale territory. Yeah. yeah, you'd get a you get some blubber for your lamp mm-hmm. and some boots with fur lining. Um, I did a little research because I wanted to know more about Ugg boots myself. Um, I could not find out why they're called Ugg boots, but I found out that they're from uh, New Zealand and Australia, and it was uh, surfers who made them popular. And what was strange about it is that apparently they're for men also. I never see men wearing Ugg boots. I only see women wearing Ugg boots. You know what I do see somebody wearing occasionally is a pair of Crocs. I associate Crocs with Ugg boots for some uh-huh. reason. I think I learned about them at well, the same time. Well, they're big and chunky. And I also associate them with uh, wearing a baseball cap with a big shiny label still on the bill right. of the baseball cap. Right. Uh, which seems like a pretty stupid affectation. Sure. Uh, these kids today. Is. These I don't know. kids today. I mean, Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl rocked that, and she rocked it well. Hmm. The, the, oh, right. The, the tag sticker. on the hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 It comes from her. It's an homage. You think? Uh huh. You think that's what you think that's what these inner city youths are? Yeah. Are talking about? Yeah. That's the game they're spitting. Exactly. It's a mini pearl respect. Uh-huh. Yeah. They make some gesture with their fingers when they say respect to mm-hmm. mini pearl. Rest in peace. Well, they make the uh, their hand into a piece. They, so they have a jug pearl. with three X's on it that they pour some out mm-hmm. for their homie mini pearl. Right. Um. Yeah. So topics. I'm I'm on board with this new segment. Okay, uh, so let's get some let's get some suggestions for mm-hmm. topics. Yeah, what do you want us to talk about? <laughs> Basically, why why don't you just record a podcast <laughs> for us and then we'll just uh, broadcast it? Oh, I'd say I thought you were saying like, see, what I would like is if if one of our listeners, or if, say fifty of our listeners, recorded a podcast that was just them asking us a bunch of questions, so that sure. we could play the yeah, play that the would audio. be great. That'd be much better. I don't like reading. I don't like reading these questions, but I guess I have to. Dear Advice well, Hot Dog. I'll read some. I am participating in a hot dog eating contest next month, and I wanted to see if you had any hot dog eating related advice. It is 15 minutes to eat as many chili dogs plus buns as you can, and I would like to not die doing this. Advice? My advice is that you do not participate in this contest. Yeah, I think the best way to not uh, die or get sick or regret uh, eating too many chili dogs is to don't enter a chili dog eating yeah, why, contest. Yeah, why, uh, why would you want to ruin chili dogs for yourself? 
See, I'm getting sick just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. You're allergic to, to that idea. I'm allergic to the idea of eating a whole bunch of chili dogs. I don't think that I have had a chili dog. So, I am a real purist when it comes to hot dogs. Okay. I will often not even get... I like a hot dog with sauerkraut on it, but I will often not get sauerkraut on a hot dog because it's too messy. Huh. You'll just I like, eat... I like a hot dog in a bun with some mustard. Oh, okay. So, you will put something dog, on it. bun, mustard. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Really? Because you don't have to wash your hands after it. Like, you can get away with only touching the bread. You don't... Oh, it doesn't... It's like using the bathroom. It's not too... So, once you get it bigger than your mouth, and I think this is true in any in any arena. Sure. Uh, once you get it bigger than your mouth, then it gets messy. Right. It gets to be a problem. Mm-hmm. More than a handful is wasted. Mm-hmm. You just... You got to deal with... You got to deal with it. You know, it's too big. It squeezes out onto the sides. It squirts a... It squirts some sauce. Onto your I, pant, I really pants. feel like this is advice that you could apply to other situations. Really, almost anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the problem with most burritos. I'm gonna I'm gonna go so far as to say yes. Burritos, you're right? Burritos. Why don't you lose some weight? Right. There's there's this uh, place uh, in Phoenix that serves a burrito that I love, um, but it is basically a deep fried uh, burrito that is filled with meat gravy. And it is horrible to eat, like uh, mess wise. Is a deep fried burrito like a chimichanga? Mm, sort, well, maybe. I, I think chimichangas have to have like um, shredded beef. They have or to be something. sideways. Maybe. You eat them with a fork. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that chimichangas are an Arizona invention, though. Mm. There are two places in Tucson that claim to have invented the chimichanga. One of them is right. And they call it the LA chimichanga. <laughs> yeah. In L.A., they do. Um, man, I don't know. I think maybe you'd be a little Japanese guy. That would make you go to eating a lot of hot dogs. Yeah, but Nathan's hot dog eating contest, they don't put anything on the hot dogs. It's just a hot dog bun, nothing else. Chili dog. You can you know, soak like the chili hot dog buns the... in vodka. <laughs> right. And that way, no one knows that you're also consuming vodka. Yeah. Um, I have never really been excited about eating or drinking anything fast right i uh i I used a beer bong exactly once uh and it was it was uh, my cheeks puffed out and little streams of beer sprayed on the girls that were standing next to me Hmm. and they were which excited them no no no, it it basically made them not like me forever forever they still don't Uh, they send you postcards yeah they do they they send me postcards saying still not giving you a hand job wow okay that that was a while ago stephanie and the love is crossed out Right. It has a circle and a line through it. Um, yeah. I think one of the girls that got the beer squirted on her was a girl named Stephanie, who was actually really nice. Oh. Did not give me a hand job, but, you know, maybe would. She's probably got like 10 kids now. She'd be grateful oh. for the attention. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Who knows, man? I love how your mind works. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't like drinking fast. Like, it just, uh, I don't like to chug mm-hmm. a thing, really. I'll do it if I have to. Sure. You know what I don't like is when people want to leave a bar when there's like and you have to chug like a beer. Glass, like there's a glass. It's never my beer, right? I never don't finish my fucking beer. Yeah, that's true. It's when there's an extra glass of beer or an extra two glasses of beer in a pitcher. You know, it bothers me just, when I see it in movies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because you imagine me, you you can feel my pain. No, no, I feel the same way about it. I don't leave a beer they the only times that i have left a beer undrunk is if something happened to me you know i've been drinking so much that, that you get mugged I, right i get run over <laughs> in, in my own house 
Um, if, if something happened, like I, I just pass out, actually I don't pass out from drinking, but uh, you know, I just can't handle you, it anymore. If you That's, throw up into your beer, you won't sure, finish yeah, it. That's yeah. what you're saying. Ah, yeah. oh, man, I can't even imagine an eating contest. That just seems so awful. Yeah. I have a tiny stomach. I, I eat like a half a hot dog and I'm like, oh man, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish the other half of this hot dog. Then I power through it. Well, for me, eating more is about eating it slowly. So that you digest uh, the food. Have you tried right? eating on the toilet? N- no. That's what the slow that's... food movement is, right? Like it's a slow, slow. food and movement. Sure. Like you're having yes. a movement while you eat food very slowly. Huh. The goal of the slow food movement is an unending cycle. It's like also playing a didgeridoo mm-hmm. while you're eating yes. on the toilet. Yeah, that's what uh, Kevin was talking about the other day. Uh, because he was suggesting that I uh, put more fiber in my diet and just eat paper towels. And that way I could run them through my body and eat them again. Hmm. Yep. I think you can eat it seven times before you get sick. Okay. Uh, Dear the illustrious gents of Advice Hot Dog, a few years ago, my dad was a healthy, fit, nationally competitive triathlete and spent most of his free time exercising. Recently, he's undergone some less than successful surgeries. Now he spends most of his time in bed, in pain, medicated, and feeling poorly. Uh, Do you think it was like a less than successful gender reassignment surgery, so he only has one boob? Mm-mm-mm. That's what I like to imagine okay. is going on with this guy. I've been away at boarding school, read elite public school where totes poor for the last two years. And now I'm a freshman in college. I've only recently been around to see how different home life is. And my dad and I had this super weird. I'm not really healthy enough to take care of anything anymore. So you're going to have to be you're going to be more and more important to your sister slash mother in the future conversation. How do I deal with my dad very visibly falling from superhero status? Sincerely, no good puns in North Carolina. P.S. Sorry, this was zero percent short slash punchy. I. T- can tell you one thing it's punchier than a lot of questions we receive yeah it is i mean that's the thing that happens to everybody mm-hmm. right like do you i remember seeing my dad he he got surgery for a really minor thing like he got a he had a thorn broke off in his thumb like when he was like cutting brush okay like and and like a year later started causing problems because the thorn like worked its way into his thumb joint or whatever. And he had to go get it surgically removed. Really? Or the tip of the thorn broke. I didn't know that. Yeah. This was something. I mean, this happened 10 years before I met you. Right. Um, Oh, that's why. Well, maybe not 10 years, I guess we've known each other a really long time, Roy. Yeah, we have. You know why? Because we're older now. That is true. We are pretty older. Um, I, so I remember my mom, Helping my dad up the stairs when he came home after that surgery because he was just, like, knocked on his ass by the anesthesia. And that, I can just still remember that moment, seeing my dad just, like, laid up. Mm-hmm. Like, just just knocked out by circumstance. And it's like, wow, man, like, I have just seen something that my dad totally can't handle. Right. And it was like, you know, that sticks with you. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my doctor about this the other day, actually. I told my doctor this story um, because he was asking why I was reluctant to uh, to get uh, surgery. To, yeah, to get my uh, my deviated septum repaired. And I was like, I'm just scared of the anesthesia. And he was like, you know, in all my years of practicing medicine, I've never seen anybody die from anesthesia. I said, no, I'm not worried about dying. I just let me tell you a story. Doc. Not, not being then, able to handle it. And then it. I told him the story and I'm just like, I just it anesthesia is the thing that makes your dad not a superhero anymore. So I don't mm-hmm. want it. But um, in your like a, case, you don't have children, so you don't have to. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. No, I guess. 
You should do it now before but you I, have well, but kids. I, but I also think of myself as a superhero. I'm like, oh, okay, I see. The torch has been passed Oh, your own that was what, perception of yourself. The other thing that happened that day that I saw my mom leading my dad up the steps after the anesthesia was that I gained the ability to fly. Oh. So uh, it's like, all right, the torch has been passed. He did pass it on. I got to hang on to I it see. as long as I can, which means no anesthesia. No kids. Uh, huh, no, I can have kids. I just, I can't have kids in a way that oh, is going to require right. me to get anesthesia. I get it. So I can't get a C-section. Right. Uh, no, I follow you. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I, I feel that you uh, dealt with this, my, of course, much sooner than, than I did. But, you know, my, my father is 82 uh, now, and he is very different to what he used to be. And this conversation that you had with your dad, it's going to happen now apparently or in the future it's always going to be a reality that you will be more important to your sisters and your mother who will be there and need your help i think the the take-home lesson from this is that ladies need to be taken care of (laughs) sure i mean another conversation you probably also need because you're gonna have many of these with your dad is um do you still want me to finish college? And the answer is probably going to be, yes, you still need to finish college because you first need to put on the oxygen mask yourself before you can help uh, the person next to you. Right. Uh, And the other thing is, uh, he is probably going to say to you, he's going to grab you by the shoulders and look you in the eye at some point and says, son, if anything happens to me, I want you to make sure that your mom gets plowed by a bunch of other dudes. Wow, really? That's going to be a conversation that he has. Uh-huh. It's going to be awkward. He's like, but not your sister. She should never get plowed by any dudes ever. And you're also responsible for that. And if, that's, if she that's does, a heavy burden. If she does get plowed by any dudes, I am totally coming back and haunting your ass. Okay. Your ass, not the dudes. Oh, no, the kid. The kid. Okay. No, what, not me. This guy's dad doesn't even know me. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to know about really your not, advice. You're really not paying attention to this story, are you? This, yeah. this is well, one of those cases where it's, where it's better to say nothing when you don't understand <laughs> to say, what I'm yep, talking that's about. true. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that would be rough. That would be rough. So, so you get mad, you die, you get mad at your kid for letting his sister get plowed by some dudes. Because, mm-hmm. man, I hope I don't have a daughter. I feel bad for you if you have a daughter, because mm-hmm. you've got to think about your daughter getting plowed by a bunch of dudes, largely because I will probably never stop talking about it if you have a daughter. Why a bunch of got, dudes? You've got friends like me. What, you want your daughter to get plowed by just one dude? Oh, yeah. Is that what you I, want I guess her? I do want her to experience the world. Yeah. Like, and experiencing the world means getting plowed by, like, a Bulgarian dude. Plowed? Getting plowed by a Czechoslovakian dude. Oh, so getting you're plowed just by saying that a French you know, dude. one needs to embrace diversity. Yeah, exactly. You know, get, get um, to know the world. So you're mad at your kid for letting your daughter, you're mad at your son for letting your daughter get plowed by a bunch of dudes so that you, you haunt him. And the way that you haunt him is by popping into his head every time he's having sex with his own girlfriend or wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. And reminding mm-hmm. him about his sister getting plowed by a bunch of dudes. Oh, not not taking over his body so he doesn't remember just enough so that you oh, talk man. to him. Wow, that would be that would be a pretty sweet afterlife if you could just take over people's bodies while they're. I mean, maybe that's what happens. Have you ever been Have you ever been uh, plowing a plowing a chick and you were like, man, I just I lost some time there. I, I you know it was I was like I it was like I wasn't in my body for a minute. Yeah, it was an outer body experience. Yeah, that's because a ghost took over your it was body because one of your ancestors wants to plow your girlfriend. <laughs> 
It's pretty great. Yeah. It's a pretty great yeah, setup. That's we- what you get to do. That's why, that's why you want to have kids. Yeah, you just need to make sure because otherwise it's hard to find somebody who's like compatible with you. Sure. Yeah. Because otherwise you'll feel matter. you'll feel weird. You'll be too freaked out by it's like, ah, oh, why is my nose so big or whatever? You won't be able to enjoy All right. you won't you, be able to you enjoy won't know your way around plowing, that body. Plowing this random dude's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever done anything that you would characterize as plow plowing? <laughs> I don't think. I don't, well, I'm uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you. you only, I, I think you only that make that clocks. involves some kind of swing or uh, other apparatus. That, you, you think? Yeah, you're like a like a wheelbarrow. Yeah, I mean, the plow changed the world. I guess it did. You you furrow. Mm-hmm. You furrow your brow, right? <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. Yep. Uh, dear advice, hot dog. Like many people in their mid-twenties, I run with a few different groups of friends. Recently, I found out that the people who make up the core of one group apparently really don't care for the people who make up the core of another. They're not being dicks about it or talking trash behind anyone's back, and they haven't even mentioned it to me. I just get the impression they'd prefer not to be around said other people. My question is, should I start trying to keep these groups separate from now on? I'm pretty laid back and don't expect everybody that I like to like each other, but it puts me in an awkward situation. Juggling separate hangouts when there's no obvious reason that we can't all chill together seems tricky and potentially dramarific. Your thoughts would be appreciated. Thanks. Cheers. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, so you say juggling separate hangouts when there's no obvious reason that we can't all chill together. The obvious reason that you can't all chill together is because that's really not how it works, right? Like you don't, you don't need to hang out with all of your friends at the same time all the time. No, but sometimes if if you don't have enough time, then um, you want to hang out with more so that you get to see all those people. I mean, the way you solve this is by having parties that all of these people are invited to. And and then it's like, don't have a party in like a one-bedroom apartment. Right. Right. Have a party in a place where it can devolve into several little sub-parties where some of your friends are all smoking on the back porch. Sure. Some of them are playing rock band. And some of them are standing in the kitchen, I don't know, being mm. assholes about food. <laughs> Right. That's what. <laughs> no, that's where the drinks are. Okay. Um, y- it, I you, mean, this is like a thing that happens to everybody, sure, right? Like, sure. you, you, it, like it, it's a testament to to you that you are open to a, having a diverse group of friends, right? right. Like, the, but I mean, it just it just I mean, happens. I think not everybody. Not uh, everyone does uh, people, get people along. Are collections of diverse traits, and not all of those traits are like. You can have mm-hmm. you can have half of you in common with one dude and half of you in common with another dude and those dudes are not at all alike. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it just it's math. It's mm-hmm. math. So they're going to hate each other. Right. Um with that there there's also the the fact that you shouldn't always try to make them get along. Right? Because that isn't <clears throat> always fun for people. Like may, maybe they don't really care to hang out together, but uh, being forced to hang out together because of you makes it more unpleasant. Yeah. I remember hanging out with, a, with an ex of yours, who I think is an advice hot dog listener, so I should be careful here. But there was a period of time when I was hanging out with her and some of her friends, mm-hmm. and they were, they were very, I don't know, just kind of hippy-dippy relative to, to everybody else, you know? They're mm-hmm. cool and enlightened and into interesting things, right? And sure. then I also had a bunch of friends at work, and they were just like people with jobs, right? Like they were just like your friends from the office right? or whatever, which you have if you're at the office. And it it was weird because when I would talk about, 
either group with another group. Like when I would, you know, just tell a story about what I did over the weekend make fun of them. or whatever. Yeah. And the, and the like nice enlightened, you know, open-minded hippie chicks were way meaner about, about the squares, the squares than the squares were about huh. the hippies. And it was like, huh? Okay. That's not, that's not okay. Like, that, sure. So, uh, what you should take home from this is, uh, don't be an asshole to people. Yeah. Maybe just be nice. And like, you know, like if you're going to talk the talk about like being open to new experiences in the world and all that, maybe you ought to walk the walk. Also, maybe be friends with a frat boy. Right. That's what I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I cut my hair short. Yeah. Yeah. That's not okay though. <laughs> um, I'm not going to be open to that, Roy. Okay. Don't be open to your friends if they get a haircut that makes them look like a butthole. This is it what is I look duty like now. to tell them. You said that. When I saw you the first day mm-hmm. and I said, oh my God, that is a terrible haircut. You said, you better get used to it because this is what I'm going to look like for the rest of my life. And I said, in, on the inside, on the inside, as the helmet lowered down onto me, I said, no. Right. But now you're telling everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really difficult is when you have a bunch of friends who have all been in relationships and then they break up or get divorced. And then um, you have to juggle what yeah, you to can do. Yeah, you have parties where you can they, only invite one right. but not the other of them. So you can do what I do and it's not have any more parties anymore and don't celebrate anniversaries or birthdays. And then... That's yeah, not like, a big deal. Uh, in fact, maybe just go like, don't even have a house anymore either. Like mm-hmm. just get a cart, get like a shopping cart, um, fill it up with a random assortment of things that you might need. Spray paint. Just sort of wander around and don't talk to anybody apart from like maybe just muttering. Sure. Yeah. That's that's really the only thing that you can do in mm-hmm. this situation. You're fucked. If your friends don't all get along, you're fucked. <laughs> like as soon as there's, as soon as there's even one iota of consternation between one of your groups of friends and the other you just just fucking cut and run well you know they'll all be in agreement that they don't want to hang out with you anymore that's true that is the one thing they can get consensus on mm-hmm. is that they yeah. do not so, want to go so up you can bring them closer together cabin and hang out with you pulling the pulling the straws out of a broom <laughs> and counting them yeah and arranging them by size <laughs> naming naming them Mm-hmm. Assigning each of them to a school child that you're going to murder. Wow, that's what I would do. Uh uh-uh. no, 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 no. A lot of problems. A lot well, of problems it, with this advice. It, here, here's another bit of advice, just just for everyone. This is just a general thing. Uh, don't make fun of strangers, mm-hmm. and uh, don't shoot people who make fun of you. Okay, yeah. That's just. Of those I'm things. just putting that out there. But yeah, be 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 nice. You know, like. I, uh, this is hard. I don't even practice. I don't even practice this that I preach. I'm mean to people sometimes. I'm usually mean to an individual person. I've stopped like sort of being saying mean, mean things to about groups. categories of people. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh man, everybody at your office is an asshole and they don't really get it. You should hang out with us instead. Sure, there's there's a lot of um, elitist attitudes that that will cause this. But you know, you also kind of grow out of these things. I hope. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yo, you do. Hello, Dr. Hot Dog. I need advices. I recently figured out who I am as a person, and some drastic changes are slowly being made to me physiologically as I started taking estrogen. So in a couple months' time, I will have glorious breasts. However, I have not yet told my family about this. How should I do it? Should I sit them down and tell them like an adult? Should I just wait until I have breasts and look entirely like a girl and see if they notice, because that would be funnier? Should I just never say anything and act like they are crazy to mess with them? Bonus question. My husband snores really, really badly, and it's keeping me up. We have tried many things to fix this. Where should I hide his body when I inevitably kill him in the middle of the night for snoring? 
Uh, you know what I was reading about today was the... Uh, no, I didn't. I wasn't reading about this. I was watching a video. We talked about uh, the old trick of sewing a tennis ball into the back of your pajamas. Oh, okay. So yeah. that you don't turn on your back. But then you got to make him wear pajamas. Uh-huh. You know. But then you have to wear like a sweet nighty. But you can just uh, you, you could just tape the tennis ball onto your body. Oh, yeah? You think? Yeah. But then what if you're sweaty? What if he's a big sweaty dude? I'm oh. guessing he might be a sweaty dude. Really? If he's a guy who snores a lot, I bet, he, I bet he's also a oh, sweaty okay. dude. Then I, I don't know what the solution is. You certainly can't not tell your family. Yeah, you, right? you like kind of have to sit them down like, like an they're adult. Gonna, they're going to catch on. I mean, I, presumably you're probably going to start dressing like the person that you are. And, right. you know, maybe change your name to a, to a thing that's maybe like a girl's name. Maybe, I'm not Samuel anymore, Dad. I'm Samantha. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, the hell you are. You're no son of mine. And you'll say, exactly, Dad. Exactly. I'm your daughter. And then it'll be like a moment. Sure. He'll, he'll come around. Yeah. It'll be great. And there'll be a freeze frame and then, and then the he'll credits like, roll. Ah, oh, let's go play catch. I mean, go bake a cake with your mother. Fuck. <laughs> That's what he'll say. <laughs> Girls can play catch. Uh, well, it would be funnier if you didn't say anything and you uh, pretended that they were all crazy. <laughs> uh, that's probably not the best solution. You should probably sit them down and you explain. Could, you could try that with somebody else's family first. Sure. <laughs> just to get it out of your system. All of the people you work with, don't say anything to them. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I really want? I want there to be, maybe there is one for all I know. I want there to exist as a historical artifact, a video game that was made by Dan Bunton with music by Walter Carlos. Okay. And then a video game from five years later that was made by Danny Bunton Barry with uh-huh. music by Wendy Carlos. Wow. And then just to compare to compare and contrast those games, like the sequel. Oh, whether they're any good or, or not. Yeah, sure. That kind of thing. I mean, the second one would probably be terrible because girls are bad at everything. <laughs> I'm, Wendy Carlos I'm is still gonna, composing. No, I know. I know. Danny Bunton Barry is dead, but... If she wasn't, she would still be mm-hmm. making cool video games, I bet. Wendy Carlos has a terrible website. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it like the Time Cube? It, it's even worse than my website. Oh, wow. Your website is pretty bad. That's it really is. saying a lot. How's her haircut? Is there's it even a, worse than your haircut? There's a, uh, y- yes. Uh, there's a tessellation that says Wendy as the pattern on the on the homepage. Huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it one of those ambigrams by David Kim? I, I, I'm not familiar with that. He probably wrote something in the back of Scientific American about <laughs> Wendy. That's the same forwards and backwards. I don't know. Um, huh. it, actually, uh, Wendy Carlos's name is Welcome to Jamaica, Mon. Have a nice day. <laughs> nice. Uh, dear Zach and Roy, a few buddies and I have started a cover band to play some gigs, get some money, pick up some chicks, etc. Our first show is coming up in a few weeks, and we've yet to come up with a band name. Do you have any suggestions? Thanks, Jacob. We can't answer this without knowing what kind of songs you're covering. No, 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 we can. Uh, I have two. Uh, I don't know if I've shared these on the podcast. Have I shared band names on the podcast before? I don't think so. No, I'm asking the listeners. Oh, I don't think they're going to answer. Okay. We haven't even published this yet. I have to wait for you to make the stupid art. <laughs> um, I have two band names. Now, I think at this point, I'm probably not going to start a, a world-famous rock band. You don't think so? No. I mean, the fact that you don't play any instruments, you think, is going to start doesn't to, stop a lot of start people. to be a real... Yeah, but it, the people that it doesn't stop are like 19 or 20. Sure, right. So they, they can work on their 
uh, mediocreness for a while. See, the thing about like a the thing about like a thirty five to forty year old dude who starts a band is he starts a band. He can actually play instruments really well, mm-hmm. and it sounds pretty good. But he'll just play in a pool hall or whatever, right? Right, and never get or or uh, for uh, his kids. You'll dances. be in a band like Mogayan and just play every year at the Tempe Oktoberfest. Sure, yeah, they're they're a big hit there. Uh, so I have two band names at the ready at all at all times. These these are um, you know if I had a band, I would have to flip a coin between both of these. Okay, uh, Cat Milk. Okay. Accidental dildo. Accidental dildo. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to suggest the gobble dicks. <laughs> okay. Also dick related. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, most of the things that I think are, <laughs> are dick related. Are be dick related. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the butthole haircuts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 The butthole haircuts. Beard hair. <laughs> um, shit beard. Uh huh. That's pretty good. Wow. I mean, it's really easy to come up with band names. Sure, while you're looking at me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dumb shirt. <laughs> um, uh, uh, glasses? Uh, have you said anything yeah. about my glasses? Baldy and the olds. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm sorry, Roy. Sweetheart uh, and the good dudes. Uh-huh. Yep. Buddy, okay, well, good luck buddy, with your cover band. Buddy, buddy and the Friends. And buddy and the Friends is a pretty good... That's actually a pretty good yeah. band. Bend name. <laughs> but, 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 okay, name your band. The Bandoning? Band, comma, Oregon. What? Band, comma, Oregon? Yeah, like Bend, Oregon, but... Oh, oh um, yeah. Pueblo. Okay. Name your band Pueblo, Colorado, and then a zip code. <laughs> and then people can ask your band for catalogs if they're bad at covering. I want to know what kind of cover songs you're doing. Sure, that that would affect what type of band name you should have. Whether you should go with a uh, ship beard or Buddy and the F- Friendlies was Buddy and the Friends. Yeah. Friends. <laughs> so um, you'll know. So your your shirt uh, is a shirt that a listener said. I'm, I, I I it's not actually a dumb shirt, and I'm sorry to whichever listener sent. It was shirt Ashley oh. who sent the shirt, and it says uh, "chinchillin" on it, and it shows a little chinchilla with sunglasses. Some sweet sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the only odd thing about it is that uh, there's font that says "chinchillin," but then there's an apostrophe, but it's so far. Away. <laughs> it's really high up. It's really high up that you don't really connect it, the like, two. Maybe the font didn't have an apostrophe, so they just put a comma on the line above it. Oh, it could be. Yeah, I, I it really is that far. I bet that's what happened. Uh, I, I have not. How would you, it's not a, like a different color or anything. It couldn't be like a registration problem. problem. No. Like, I should just cut it out and paste it in the next place. I mean, maybe like that's how hard they're chilling. It's like they don't even give a fuck about kerning. Oh, sure. That that could be it. Yeah, it's... it's uh... Yeah. Yeah, you know. It is a kerning issue. Mm-hmm. Hey, Zach and Roy, I wanted to get your advice on whether or not it would be weird for me to ask a girl in my college lab group out for coffee. There are four of us in the group, and we have to collectively write a large final lab report, so I feel like it could make things awkward for the group if things don't go well. I've had some interaction with her outside of this class, and there aren't many of us in our major, food science, so I wouldn't be a stranger coming out of nowhere asking her out. Also, I can't wait until the end of the semester because she's a senior and will be graduating this spring. I'm looking forward to hearing your advice. Michael, food science man. Mm, so you got to make your move now. Your food move. You have to do it in a way that it will not be awkward for her to say no. And I think that there might not be any way to really? do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in a lab group with somebody, like if you have to be working on a project with somebody and like they can't leave, right? Like sure. this is like there is a there is a larger authority body making it so this girl has to be in a room with you 
mm-hmm. it's it's gonna get I mean unless she says yes in which case everything is gonna be great you know and you'll have a whirlwind love affair and then break up and then it'll be super awkward <laughs> <laughs> you mean before you finish the project yeah she'll turn her part in mm-hmm. with all the pictures all your faces ripped out of the pictures right I'm assuming that part of a food science project is a bunch of group photos of you guys like tossing a banana. Right. So when when you put up in the food fair, yeah, your project, you can explain what's going on. Um, you know, you should be able to tell whether if you ask her out, she was going to say yes, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. I, not every, no, not every I mean, time. No, I mean, like, so we're we're old ass yeah. men. We're old ass men, and we've got a lot of experience with this kind of thing at this point. So we could probably tell whether a girl was going to say yes if we asked them out. But like ten years ago, really? fifteen years ago, we would. You could never tell when a girl was receptive to your advances. No, no, man. So many times, so many times, I would be like at my house with a girl, like hanging out on a couch, mm-hmm. and I look back and I think, God damn it, what the fuck was wrong with me i was just sitting there waiting for an unambiguous signal that it was okay for me to like make a move Mm -hmm. and like the fact that she was fucking sitting on my couch for an hour (laughs) at one in the morning was the was the unambiguous fucking sign that i should make a move and like then she got fed up Mm -hmm. with me being a total pussy and went home you know the way that i know when that moment happens is like when when you know you're gonna throw up and you know it's coming, that's the moment. It, it feels kind of like that. Yeah. But instead of throwing up in her face, you kiss her. Yeah. Or or both. I mean, if you've been, not, drink, sometimes you've been drinking a lot, it, it depends does on, happen. It depends on whether you accidentally slipped yourself the Mickey Finn uh, <laughs> and whether or not the only Mickey Finns you had available were actually Ipecac. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a, just a peppermint, just a Brock's peppermint candy no, that you dropped into your hot chocolate for a, for a delicious treat. On a winter evening. Um, <clears throat> my advice is if you feel that she is receptive to um, you asking her out, that you should not ask her out. You should just be friendly. And uh, Wait for her to ask you out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah play that. hard to get. That'll totally happen. <laughs> be, be mean to her. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that is a thing, right? Probably not for someone who's in your uh, food science major. I don't know. I bet that would work. Really? That fucking sucks, man. I don't care about your gourmet. <sighs> yeah. What sucks? That th- that would just work. That's the If you want this girl to like you, just be kind of mean to her. Yeah, but if that works, that's not a person you actually want to date. <sighs> not really. Know. I think it's universal. Sure, but that is not the person you actually end up with. Mm, sure. I mean, you end up with them for a while until it doesn't work. Okay, I guess. <laughs> you, your lady's really great, and you're not mean to her. Sure I am. That, that isn't why she sticks no, around. Man. I was so mean to her in the beginning. Were you? Yeah, I would, like, throw, like, water food, balloons food, at her. Food color. I just squirt food coloring onto her clothes for no reason. <laughs> while you were... <laughs> just filled her car up with paint. Really, the whole car. Yep. Did she have a sunroof? I had a lot of paint. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea, Zach. This really changes my opinion of you. Yeah, I told you. This is true. This is wow. what you got to do. Mm-hmm. This is what you got to do, Michael Food Science Man. Oh. So your advice is he should do nothing. Well, nothing except be kind of mean to her. <laughs> Maybe put some sort of colored liquid on. 
So, um, when you throw food coloring onto someone, do you do it like when you're at the movies and they have no idea, and then you come out of the theater and <laughs> their clothes are just covered with food? Just like with a weird color. tie dye. No, you, she's got to know it's you. Oh. Oh, right, okay. That, yeah, right. Otherwise, it doesn't. Well, uh, sign your name. <clears throat> you just do it like jokingly, and then she's like, "Ah, oh, this is a really expensive uh, blouse." Mm-hmm. And you wait till she's wearing a blouse. That's right, an expensive. Well, hey, she has could... a white lab coat on. Oh, right, in a lab uh, for processing the bananas. Uh, you you could write your name in food coloring. I guess. Banana processing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the photos are. Is them tossing the bananas before they make their <laughs> banana salad. <laughs> No, they're, they're, they're tossing bananas around. This was the picture. Were you not listening earlier when I no, described No, I was, the, the and picture. I agree. You cut, you know, she cuts you out of the picture where you're tossing the bananas around because you're making a banana salad for the food fair. Uh, Zach, I think we're all on the same page. Okay. Uh, hey, we should stop doing this show. <laughs> this is, this is uh, I've, I've had enough, and so has everyone else. All right, uh, Roy, if somebody wanted to send us a question, how would they go about doing that? Well, uh, bef- before uh, I talk about any of that, I have to talk about two important things right now, which I'm sorry to uh, address this business, Zach, but uh, it is pledge season in uh, both public radio and the world of podcasting. So we're going to need you to stick this lit candle up your ass and swim across this lake. <laughs> Um, so we really need, uh, to get support for this show and to help us, uh, keep it going, you know, because it gets expensive. So what we need you to do is go to iTunes, give us a rating and then send us a murder. She wrote question or a postcard or a voicemail. We don't need money. We've got, we've got enough money. A lot of people, a lot of people doing a podcast this popular, it would be costing them money. Their hobby would be costing them money doing mm-hmm. this podcast but we have the benefit of uh, of, of benefaction mm-hmm. M- mostly you yo oh, i mean sure, sure sure i've already got all this bandwidth right so i don't have to pay for it mm-hmm. my other endeavors provide a lot of bandwidth for right. us and my yeah. time is basically you are big on the internet my time is basically valueless mm-hmm. uh, would you call this a hobby like what we're doing we're hobbying right now well we're not getting paid for yeah. it yeah that's true it means we're not professional podcasters Sure, we're we're amateurs. We're yeah. hacks. But we could be in the podcasting Olympics. Is that a thing? Yeah, I think that's like a Hanna-Barbera thing. Oh, okay. So it's like a race. Yeah, it's like an airplane race with a bear. So then we should just be answering one question. We probably get a plane, too. And hmm. a bear to pilot it for I, us. I, I would like Baloo some kind of tank. Doing. Really, a tank? Mm-hmm. You want a tank? I want a fast-going tank. <clears throat> I don't know if there are a lot of fast tanks. Huh. Tanks are kind of slow. Are they? How, how you know, slow? here's what we do. We make a tank out of those little tanks that are fireworks, mm-hmm. right? We stack those up because one of those is fast. So if you tape two of them together, it would be twice as fast. That's just physics. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's, it's maths. Uh, if somebody wanted to send us a question, right, how would they do it? Oh, uh, they, they would go to our website, advicehotdog.com, and there they would see links to our Gmail, which is advicehotdog at gmail.com. Uh, they would also see Twitter, which is uh, Twitter fa- uh, ad- at advice hot dog, and then Facebook, which is uh, that word dot com slash advice hot dog. Or they can uh, send us a postcard to 
advice hot dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Pueblo, or they can, Colorado. <laughs> or they can send us, uh, give us a phone call. Use a telephone to give us a call at 769-218-9225. You know, you can use a cellular phone. We don't discriminate. And we know no, you have you, that. You can use all You probably of them. have that in your pocket. You can also use a pay... You know, if you can find a pay phone somewhere, try that. I sometimes see, see uh, pay phones. Really? Yeah, I do. Whereas you, you go to a lot of third world hell holes, though. Third world hell... No, like yeah, in the yeah, U.S. The neighborhood that you live in. Sure, I would sure. characterize <laughs> that as a kind of a third world hell hole. Really? Yeah, there's like, there's a big crater. A hell hole? There's a big crater in your backyard. Well, that okay. That's my okay. Right, my house is, is oh yeah, like yeah. The, okay. yeah. You're you're reducing the property value. Something fierce. Like it's, it's yeah. When you moved in, everybody else in the neighborhood was like, "Up oh, there goes the neighborhood." Sure, that guy. Yeah. That guy. I have a feeling that in a couple of years, he's going to get a real butthole haircut. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of what I'm doing. Uh, how I'm changing the face of my neighborhood. <clears throat> Good. Mm-hmm. Didn't that guy try to? Didn't that guy steal a thermos out of your car? And then you beat that guy up. No. Yeah, that's sort of that. That's the way that I remember that story, and I like it. I like my version better. I don't even remember what your version Someone is. Someone stole I like a lunchbox out of Corinne's car, and then I asked him for it, and he gave it back. Huh. That's a that's an interesting tactic. That was the tactic that uh, Wes, the animator, used when that guy stole something from a booth next door to your booth at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Hey, put that back. And the guy did. The guy did. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And those people didn't notice or anything. I guess did you they? say it with enough force. Yeah. The shoplifter cannot help mm. the shoplifter. The guy who shoplifted your wife's thermos right. from her pickup truck. From, from her pickup. Yeah. Um, I also want to mention a very uh, quick thing. Um, I have a friend who's doing a Kickstarter project uh, for a band study house called Southbound Drive. And uh, I think they're $1,000 away from their goal and have five days left. Uh, and their their Kickstarter video is actually pretty funny. It's like a behind the scenes, where are they now, uh, uh, VH1 type of thing, and it was done well. And you know, if you want to support that kind of thing, I, I would I would support you in supporting that. And what's it called again? Southbound Drive, and it's on Kickstarter. I also put a link on the Facebook page, and I I donated a little bit. Cool. Is that the first Kickstarter you've ever donated to? Yeah, it is. Mm. I had to make an account and everything. Uh-huh. Everybody's doing it. I wish I could have donated more, but I really can't at the moment. But, but I, I support what they're doing. You, you know, know, like you can, bands can, trying to make albums, uh, that's a good thing. You can wave your dick around on the internet. You can make your internet friends do it. Oh, sure. You can, you can call out to your fans, Roy. Mm-hmm. You can say, fans, give some money to this. What's it called again? Southbound Drive. All right. Yeah. See, if you say it three times, they're more mm-hmm. likely to go give them some money. And uh, there's a link on our Twitter uh, account. There's also a link on our Facebook page for that Kickstarter account. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy, you brought a stinger to the table. A yes. stinger. Death or taxes? We established earlier in the show that death means that you can inhabit the bodies of any of your progeny while they're oh plowing their God, girlfriend. Yes, you're right. I mean, before that, I was going to say, oh, man, taxes all the way. Right. Like, because I love I, paying taxes. Mm-hmm. You get, like, you get the cops, and they will come, and, like, not, they will stop dudes from stealing a thing. Sure. You get roads to drive on. Yeah, you get a sidewalk mm-hmm. to walk on if you want. You get, sometimes you get a bike lane mm-hmm. every once in a while. There's Traffic a, lights. There's a bike. Yeah, yeah. Right. They usually work. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, like, a Piping man, to your house. Like a manhole. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If a manhole, Sewers. Yeah. Manhole cover is there and you're like, yep, I know where that came from. 
my tax money, mm-hmm. you get a, um, I, you know, you get like a senator. <laughs> right. Get one of those. Uh-huh. But I mean, you know, the, the whole getting to plow yeah. your, your great, great, great grandson's girlfriend. Well, now that you've put it in those terms, I, I, I would have to agree with you that death, death is preferable to taxes. Yeah. If you get to do that. If not, then I want to pay, pay the taxes. Right. I mean, I have to say that I'm not eager to start that. I mean, I like being able to interact with the world in ways other than plowing young girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like doing What that. else do you like doing? Right. Now you're right. That was it. Okay. Well, there's probably not going to be any more episodes of Advice Hot Talk, unless they are episodes that are recorded while my progeny are plowing their girlfriends. Right. That's probably not going to happen. I didn't raise no son, nor no grandson, nor no great-grandson to not pay attention to the job that he is doing. Mm-hmm. Plowing his young lady friend. Sure. Or young man friend, I guess. Although, yeah, I, you know, however you want to go. No judgment. That'd be a weird surprise. You go to you go to possess your Weird great, because you might like it. Yeah, you go to possess your great-great-grandson, and you're like, oh, man. That, that was, not what, some great that was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I'm curious to try it again. Yeah. Uh, so again, thank you for your support, and please remember to uh, pledge and donate to us with your questions, because it really is you that makes this uh, show happen. You really put the P in. Pledges. Good night, everybody. Good night. I'm sorry. See, this is the disadvantage of us looking at each other is that uh, <clears throat> you get these right. little giggle reverberations. Uh, oh, boy. So when you throw food coloring. <laughs> Give me a second. <clears throat> What's happening is that I'm also burping. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Well, clearly, you, you used... Two of the funniest words in the English language. (laughs) I think I'm too tired to do a podcast. A bite hot dog.